Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! As you I just said, I just I just switched my number ten in the honorable mention. My best of TV because that's what we're doing. I, right? I, best uh, of TV. All day I was like switching these things around. Uh, we're talking about uh, what we're going to talk about today, which is the best TV shows of the year. Um, that are best shows, what we think, and then. Uh, We'll talk some football and uh, maybe a review of Netflix Power of the Dog movie that's been out for a while just to have something else to talk about. What? Um, so you sent me this trailer for the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Time show. That was a pretty awesome hype video for that. Yeah, it was. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is there's no way this is gonna be bad, can it? No. I don't think so. The halftime show? No. No yeah. way. I thought Ice Key was in it too though. He's not in the trailer. I so. Yeah, I thought so too, but he wasn't in it. Um what um Do you have any notes? No notes. Have you heard about this Drake and hot sauce thing? No. There's this whole thing about Drake. Uh, so basically when he has sex with somebody, he uses a condom and he puts hot sauce in uh, the condom after they're done because he's afraid that people are going to take his sperm and try to like impregnate themselves. And um, everyone thought that was, like, such a, like, I guess he said it a while back, and he was, like, telling the story. And then a recent woman, like, went to the hospital because she tried to do it. And that's how it kind of came out that he was, like, he was doing it. Like, they thought it was, like, a joke. But now, like, it's, I'm going to mute this. Um, But now it's, like, a real thing. He did. He does it, and she's trying to sue him for uh, for doing that to her. And I'm like, "Why? Yeah, it's 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 so stupid. It's like some supermodel he hooked up with. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You can just Google Drake and hot sauce and get go deep dive into that. Great. Um. So, uh, yeah, that's the only notes I have. It makes sense, though. I mean, right? Like, there's all kinds of people running all kinds of game on people like that, you know? Yeah. Trying to lock them into stuff. Um, so, what did, so we, I guess we, Boba Fett is in effect? Oh, I mean, Boba Fett is so bad. It's like, um, do we keep watching this thing? I mean, how many episodes yeah, is this thing? We're kind of stuck watching it. I mean, I, I was actually just thinking this could even be a topic. Um, well, I think it's like, going to be at it least be eight. More, it has to be like six episodes. 
Because what else can they do in this thing? Well, why do I mean? What what else? What should they have done? Like, there's nothing we needed to see that they've done so far. This is like seven it's episodes. so bad. What? Seven episodes. Seven. Okay. Well, um, we're over halfway there. Well, it looks like he's fully healed. He doesn't have to go into the cryo chamber anymore. Well, I don't know how we're going to get his backstory then. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, he's uh, it's it's a terrible <laughs> show. I mean, we have, I don't yeah. know how much we've talked about it on here. It was it's a terrible show. One because um, there was no need for it. We don't need to know the the backstory of both. That it's he's better known as a mystery guy, you know, like yeah. Then the casting was terrible, even though it's the guy that played him in a movie that came out 20 years ago. But that's the problem. The movie came out 20 years ago. We don't we don't want to see, you know, like the guys, you know, we, we've talked about he's too stiff. The fight scenes are awful. I mean, it's not his fault. It's, you know, it's just you can't have a 60 year old guy playing this character. Yeah. Um, it's just dumb. And then they started adding stuff that I just, the last week when they had the steampunk biker gang with the, uh, with the color coordinated power ranger Vespas that didn't even go fast. Like I was like, this is it. One of the girls from, uh, from, uh, yellow jackets. Look, they're tough, but they, they weren't, they just wanted jobs. Yeah. They just want jobs. So stupid. It's such a dumb show. It's like so dumb. Every show, he just like gets involved with the bad guy, and then after it's over, he lets the bad guy go, and he goes, "You look like you need a job." And he, just, <laughs> he just keeps getting people on his side. Keeps giving people jobs. Where was he during the pandemic when everybody was quitting? They needed Boba Fett. Um. All right. So you saw Power of the Dog. Um, on Netflix, which won a bunch of awards for Golden Globes, like we talked it's about. It's kind of the week. favorite right now to win everything, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> I don't. Think, I mean, I like it, but I don't think it's like. I don't see what people see as best picture. Like, well, I it's a, it's it. a it's it a beautifully shot. It's a beautifully shot film. It is shot in New Zealand. Um, the performances are good. He's very good, Cumberbatch. I'm not a Cumberbatch guy at all, but he's very good. Yeah, all the acting was good. I just uh, it's a big pile of who cares. Yeah, it's it's not a best picture movie. I don't understand. I mean, I know Jane Campion is a uh, the Oscar Academy loves her for some reason. Um. All of her movies are slow and boring, which I guess is why they <laughs> like her so much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I like the story. I liked uh, how it unfolded in terms of, uh, you know, the ending and like. How I'll say this. I, I heard that, you know, everyone's like, oh, the ending, the ending, the ending was fine. It just didn't pay off the way I thought it was going. You know what I mean? It was fine. It was a fine. It, the movie's is good. It was good. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll land on my top ten. It may be in the honorable mention, but I haven't seen a whole lot, so I don't know. Um, uh, it will not be on my top ten either. Yeah, I mean, it normally wouldn't, but this year has been so bad for movies. I also think it's not been that good for TV either, to be honest. But. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but for those of you who don't know, The Power of the Dog is a movie. It's a Western um, where these two guys are... Some people have a fillet. Like, uh, they love Westerns. Anytime someone comes out with a decent Western, it puts it over the top as good because of the cinematography and... You know, all this stuff. So I was having this conversation earlier. Um, 
that Westerns are like really big right now, obviously, because and like Taylor Sheridan is like the Western guy. Yeah. Um, I thought you were cutting that off. I did. I put on my silent thing. Um, but you know, you've got like Yellowstone so big, and now you got 1883, which, by the way, is really good to me. I'm I'm really enjoying 1883. I thought about starting it because it's I have H Paramount Plus, and uh, but I didn't. You don't necessarily you don't need to watch Yellowstone to watch 1883. Do you watch Yellowstone? No. Okay. Uh, you don't have to watch Yellowstone to watch 1883. Yellowstone's ridiculous. Um, I like it, but it's ridiculous. Everyone, everyone loves freaking Yellowstone. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it hits it, it hits a lot of notes for a lot of things. It's like, um, it's easy. It's a soap opera. You know, that's all it is. It's a soap opera. It just takes place in Wyoming, and it's like all cowboy stuff. You know, it's like, um, and it's well written. It's Taylor. You know, Taylor Sheridan is is. I mean, the guy writes a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, the eighteen eighty three though is I I really like it so far. Um, but we yeah we were talking about the same thing where it's like this this western westerns are big right now. Um, but this is like a western where it's like what these two guys they're partners. I thought they were brothers. They're not brothers. Um, but they they learned from. No, I thought they were brothers. Well, then why did he need to meet the guy's parents? He had to meet his parents. Remember, so they're they're played by Jesse Plemons and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. So Plemons falls in love with this woman who is a widow who runs a diner next door. Uh, or run or runs a, a whatever uh, a restaurant, um, and when he his parents come to visit, and they want you know he they're like oh we want to meet this guy that you work with to hear his stories so badly and he comes up to Benedict Cumberbatch and he's like hey dude if you're gonna come you gotta like shower it's like high society stuff oh yeah now I remember so. They're, I don't think that they're brothers. So they're, anyway, it's that kind of movie. So then, um, you know, the, the widower and, and Clemens hook up. She's got like a gay son or an effeminate son. And um, Cumberbatch is like, wants to just like kind of torture him the whole time because he's a dick. But it's not like he wants to torture. He's just a dick all the time. He's a closeted guy. Yeah. Well, now you're giving away the whole movie. Well, okay. Well, no, no, not. Oh, okay. You shouldn't be giving away the like. You know, we're talking about. We're, you don't give away the ends of you know the things of movies. All right. Sorry. He's not closeted. <laughs> I'll be honest. I didn't even know that that was for sure. We might have to talk about that off the air because I don't even think that that's necessarily what happened. No, I think so. He had... Okay, we'll talk about it off there. Wasn't his stuff that they found. It was the guy who they, like, worshipped stuff. Yeah. Um, this is going great. We're having a great podcast so far. What are we um, going to do? All right, let's just move on. We both didn't like this movie. No, I liked it. You liked it. We just didn't love it. I liked it, but it wasn't it wasn't best picture. But we also said that about the fish sex movie and that one. Yeah, well, there hasn't been a really good best picture in a long time. You sure. know, there's not like a movie that you're sitting there going like, that was just great, and then it wins everything, and you're like, that deserved to win everything. Like you think last year... What won everything? Do you even remember? 
Um, what did win last year? Was it? Yeah, right. It's hard to remember. Because, yeah, you know, the movies were, everything was pushed. Right. Parasite, no? No. That was actually, that was a good one. Parasite was like a great movie that won. So I take it back. Um, and the year before Parasite was Green Book. And even though we both enjoyed Green Book, that was very problematic. Nomadland. Nomadland. Yep. Well, I guess Nomadland was kind of like, yeah, that's right. And then what was before that? What did you say before that? The fish sex movie? <laughs> yeah, Shape of Water. So, you know, um, Parasite, I take it back, because Parasite was, was, was really good. Um, it was like a it was like a special movie, you know. This isn't a special movie. Fish sex movie is not special. No, definitely not. But did you happen to see Nightmare Alley yet? No, I heard there's a lot of full frontal Bradley Cooper nudity. Eh, not really. Okay, there's one scene where he like gets into a bath, which it's not a lot of. Frontal sex, nudity. I mean, um, not a lot of penis. Not a lot of penis. He didn't drop down. <laughs> if you get that reference. Speaking of that reference, uh, it's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. We're gonna do the uh, our best movies, best TV shows of the year. Question. My first question while doing this was, is the Beatles documentary considered a TV show? I had a feeling this was coming up. I think it's a movie. Yeah, I felt so, too. If Uh, you want to throw it into anything, you're more than welcome. There's no argument for me. I'm going to skip. I don't think I'm going to have it in any of my categories because I also don't think it was the best. You know, I found it fascinating. I don't think it's the best TV, one of my 10 favorite TV shows. And I'm pretty sure it won't be one of my 10 favorite movies. But I would consider a movie more than a TV show, but either way, I think you're good. I feel like the Beatles documentary will be in my top ten for sure. Um, so uh, do you want to start? Tell me. You could start. Let's hear your honorable mentions. Oh, so uh, we're going to TV first, then we'll do some football after? Yeah. Okay. This was a really hard thing, too, because there are so many shows um, – and there's some shows that are half a season right now, like Always Sunny, that I would... Is it a half left. a season? I mean, that's how they, they do it now, because once you hit, like, 15 years of broadcasting, yeah, uh, you don't sure. have... Okay. But that, I don't know if you watched, like, the last... I did. I saw the whole thing. The Turd Soup? Yeah. Oh, my God. I was freaking dying laughing. Oh, my God. But anyway. <laughs> uh, that had me dying. And then with um, um, Dennis behind the, the painting with the eyes, like, it was just, it's still funny. It's just hilarious. Yes, it and is. It's good. So what are your honorable mentions? All right. My honorable mentions, I gave, my, I gave three honorable mentions. Um, I got, we were talking about earlier, 1883, there's not enough episodes, so I could put that in there. Um, my, so my honorable mentions for now, physical. Okay. Which was the one I just took out of my top 10. I, I couldn't remember if I like loved that show or just really liked it. I remember I didn't like it at first, stuck with it, and then it paid off. And then it was like, hey, that was, like, pretty well done. So that's an honorable mention for me. I thought it was okay. Uh, I had some enjoyable things, some I just, like, didn't care about. Did not make my list or honorable mention. All right. My other two honorable mentions, Reservoir Dogs, or Reservation Dogs, I mean. Yes, that's on my honorable mention. 
All right, so let's talk about this because everybody's praising it. I thought it was really close to being like great. It just was missing like one or each episode was just missing one one or two funny scenes. I thought like yeah. it was, but you know, I mean, the the touching stuff was good about it. It just wasn't. I wanted more funny from it, and I wasn't getting it. Yeah, I thought it was very inconsistent. Also. There are some yeah, episodes that are yeah. really good. There are some episodes that I was like, who cares about this? And I was just like, oh. Well, so I ran into that problem with a couple shows, right? So, I mean, they may be in your honorable mention, so I want, I don't know. But, like, I'll say my third honorable mention had this problem, which is Ted Lasso. I just felt like Ted Lasso had one probably my favorite, if, if not my favorite, one of my three favorite episodes of the year of any TV show. But there's a couple episodes I just cringed at this year. Um, yeah, I had, it, I had it at 10, but right kind of as we were leading up to this podcast, I bumped it out into honorable mentions and put something else in. So ooh. 10 Lasso like, is in my honorable mention. Okay, so you, I got. So what else? Is, you got three more honorable mentions. What else you got? Uh, honorable mentions were Mayor of Easttown. I don't know if you have that on your list, but in my, uh, it's very, very, very high on my list. Okay. Um, and Squid Game is in my honorable mention. Didn't make um, my top ten. I uh, I enjoyed the show. Um, I don't understand the uh, winning of acting awards, but it was very entertaining and. Uh, and uh, clever, yeah. Squid Game's in my top ten. Okay, so I have Always Sunny in Philadelphia as honorable mention. Okay. And so I had Ted Lasso, Mayor of Easttown, Reservation Dogs, Always Sunny, and Squid Game. Those are my honorable mention. What do you have as your... Let's talk, I guess, do 10, 10 to 8. Oh, I like, I like your format. My number 10... Uh, is a show called How To with John Wilson. I like that I, show. It's- oh, you do? Okay, because I kind of feel like I'm the only person that's watching this. I feel like it's made for, like, I'm the audience of one for this. Um, I haven't watched the new season, but I just recently finished the first season. All right, so the first season, I just want to go back to my favorite thing that I, I refer to all the time. First season, when he does the episode on how to split a check... And he winds up going, he winds up at like a referee store and he winds up getting invited to their referee dinner. And he's like, cause it's clearly if anyone would know how to split a check correctly, it'd be a bunch of referees, (laughs) but there are all these disgruntled people who are angry that their dues are going towards, uh, they're so they start, they start taking all the leftover food and sodas home with them. (laughs) All right. So anyway, how to John Wilson is my number ten. I love that show. Uh, number nine is a show that we were just about to talk about before, but I figured you'd probably stop because it might be in your top ten. Is Yellow Jackets? Yellow Jackets is on my list, but not in the top eight or ten. Eight, 10 oh, so you got it pretty high. So we'll wait till you talk about it because I want to talk about what you thought of the ending. Uh, and then to begin my stretch of movie of shows that are really screwy uh number eight is made have you watched made oh made no i really want to m-a-i-d made yeah no i i want to i've uh heard a lot of good things about it so you like it yeah i really like it it's really depressing but it's not it's all you know it's a depressing story but it's like perseverance and you know Margot Qualley is awesome. That girl, yeah. act, like, she's just, she's always good. And she's been good. What was the first thing she showed up in? Isn't Andy McDowell in that, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she plays her mom. Stretch. Um, what did Margot Qualley, what was the first thing she came in? She was in Once Upon a Time. and Hollywood. Before that, she was. there's a show or movie that she was in. And anyway, well, whatever it was, um, she's great. So that's my 10, 9, and 8. Okay. 
my number 10 is uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I had that written down. That was that was my favorite of all the Marvel shows. Let's hear about it. I just thought it was very cleverly done. I thought it had some great action scenes in it. Uh, I mean, they opened the show with like a bunch of like guys skydiving and doing all this crazy shit out in the uh, middle of the sky. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just figured it had a point. It had like a social commentary yeah. that uh, was uh, was was well done. I don't want to blow your list, but is this the only Marvel show on your list? Yes. All right, so you thought this is by far the best Marvel show? Yeah. Me too. And it's weird because it gets the least amount of press, I feel like, out of all of them. Yeah. People think WandaVision's the best, and I thought WandaVision, it was right up there with Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, Hawkeye. You hated it. Yeah. Um, Loki, I... Loki bugged the sh- I did not love Loki, and I thought they had the most potential with Loki. And then um, the Hawkeye was good. Uh, it just wasn't long enough. I, I mean, you know, it was a it was a one small story, but it was good. She, you know, him and uh, Haley Steinfeld are good together. She's great. I like Hawkeye, and like I was close to putting in the honorable mentions, but I also said, why do we need this show? Okay. All right, so number nine. Number nine was White Lotus. I'm sure it's probably on your list, uh, or maybe it's not. I don't know, but uh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, so we'll wait to talk about that. And then uh, I have eight, Dave. Dave had some hilarious episodes that made the whole show, like, memorable. Um, I don't know. Like that show's just freaking really good. It wasn't as good as the first season, but uh, there were a lot of memorable scenes in this season that uh, I had to put it on the list. Well, it wasn't as good as the first season because the first season you had it number one, I think, and I had it number two on our list. Like we both loved. It's very hard to follow that up. It's on my list as well. I mean, you basically covered most of my list pretty much. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, that that had the problem. The Dave also had the problem of uh, some inconsistency. You know, there's a couple episodes that were like, "Man, people love that one with Doja Cat where they're just texting." That was not my favorite episode. No, that wasn't my favorite. Uh, but uh, you know the the episode number where one they- the. the the final episode and the other is when he's an ad ad guy and yeah. like dude that those are the, those episodes are fantastic uh all right my number seven is squid game okay yeah, we talked about squid game and nausea on this show i thought it was really important moment for tv that we're all getting into this show like that you know and it, it breaks all these records but i also thought it was really good and i liked I thought the social commentary was right on for where we're at right now. Um, my number six is the last season of Narcos Mexico. Oh, okay. I freaking love that show. Narcos <laughs> always winds up around like the seven spot on my list every year. It's just, I, I just think the show is so good. I don't understand like, because it's mostly in Spanish, so I understand that it's not going to get the huge audience. But, I mean, it's starring uh, Scooter McNeary, right? That guy is, like, the best. Okay? And then, like, they have, like, this year it's, like, all taking place in, like, the early 90s. So it's got, like, this early 90s soundtrack. Um, and in Mexico? In Mexico. And in Mexico. Yeah, and in Mexico. Um, it's just great. And I love like the way they mix in coverage of real events with uh, what they're showing. So that's my number six. All right. So my number seven is Yellow Jackets. So we can talk about Yellow Jackets. Uh, okay. And we brought it up a couple times, I think, on this show. 
um, it's with um, Christina Ricci, Melanie Linsky, and Julia Lewis, and uh, has to do with some plane crash where these girls were in the woods for about a year and a half, and what what they did to survive. Now, I didn't love, I thought the last episode was not great. I felt like they just like changed the last episode because they found out they were going to have another season. Yeah, I do too. I think you're right. Um, there's a lot of lazy storytelling in this show. Yeah. Uh, and I, also, I hated the I texted you too, like the fact that the girl, I mean, I don't want to ruin it, but the what happened to the girl at the end of the last episode was kind of ridiculous. Like, oh, I, I yeah, yeah. Um, fair enough. And there's no way I would, anyone would let themselves die like that. That's all I have to say without giving anything away. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I thought the, but yeah, like, like I said, I think there's very lazy storytelling. I think that things just wrap up nicely a little too often on this show, uh, in the present tense. Um, I don't know. Um, oh no, in the past, uh, it was funny because you were talking about this is a girl who gets mauled by a, uh, by a wolf. And her face gets like ripped apart, and then, and then they show up, sew it back together, and it's all completely fine the next time you see her. And yeah. I was like, "Oh no, that's just because they were all tripping on mushrooms." But I was wrong; it was really back to normal. Uh, there was a couple things like that, but it, it's still a cool show. One of them was a plastic surgeon. You didn't know? Sure. Um. Yeah, and there's like some supernatural element to it that they're trying to bring out that I'm guessing they're now that they have a second season, they're gonna get more into the supernatural yeah. stuff. And I like all the present day stuff with the woman who's um um in the lesbian relationship and is running for office. They find some weird shit in the house. At the end of the last episode, yeah, 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 uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, that's it's got some good elements, but yeah, there is some lazy storytelling. Number six is Curb. Um, have to put Curb on here, even though the last episode was not good. Uh, There's a lot of not good episodes this season, though, right? But there was a lot of freaking hilarious stuff in this. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are memorable things from this season that I cannot leave it off the list. So I, I, I thought the same thing. It was I was in my discussion, and I, I did. I left it off my list because I just feel like there was too many. There wasn't enough. There, the shows I didn't love outweighed the shows I did. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought a lot of it was genius, so I had to put it on there. Number five, what do you got? My number five is Only Murders in the Building. Okay. I'm sure that's coming up for you. Yeah, that's on my list. What's your five? My five is Sex Education. Oh. I love this show. All the seasons have been great. Uh, I... All the characters are interesting and you care about everybody in the show and it's just, it's very well done. Um, I haven't seen it since the first season. I didn't watch the second season. I don't even know if I finished the first season. Well, it's a really good show. All right, okay. number four. Yeah. Number four for me was Dave. Okay. We kind of went over it, so. Number four for me is The Great. I love the great on Hulu with uh, Elle Fanning. Who I actually just saw a photo of her. Um, I guess she's in this new limited series for Hulu about the the texting girl who went. To oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Texting, uh, and 
if you see this picture of her, it's insane how much they look alike. Um, I'll send you a photo after this, and you got to see how crazy it is. How okay. crazy they did a good job with her makeup and hair and shit. She looks exactly like that girl. Great. Um, oh, yeah, the greatest, hilarious, and uh, they spent a lot of money on the show, you could tell. And <coughs> uh, Nicholas Holt is awesome. He's like the best character. And it's a good show. Heard good things. All right, number three, what do you got? White Lotus. Okay, White Lotus. Good show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're bringing back season two, they're bringing back uh, Stifler's mom. Oh, they are. Okay. She's, I guess, going to be in the new hotel, but um, it's got, it's starring Michael Imperioli. And, and Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. And there's a couple other uh, big yeah, names in there. Yeah. Um, but why wouldn't you want to be in it? It was well written. You go shoot at some like luxurious place, probably. You know. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to take that job? Nothing, nothing beats the shit in the uh, suitcase. You know. That's right. That was a great moment. What's your number three? Number three is I think you should leave. It's on Netflix. Uh, Tim Robinson, um, who did Detroiters. This show is one of the funniest freaking shows uh, ever. I'm telling. I'm gonna say it is really funny. It's just, it's just a great show. I like it's, so it's six episodes, and they're all like 15 to 18 minutes each. It's like easy watch. Um, if you like dumb comedy, it, that's what it is. It's dumb, dumb. It's skits, a bunch of different skits. It's funny. There's this one. Ep, there's this one skit about uh, um, a clothing line that is made for like guys who like patterns on their shirt, and uh, it was really funny. But yeah, it's a great show. What's your number two? This is the guy that did Z shirt, right? He did Z shirt. Yeah, remember? It's kind of like it's kind of like Z shirt. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Um, all right, what's your number two? My number two is Mayor of Easttown. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we we covered Mayor of Easttown every week. On, I mean, it, I don't think you remember for you to have it so low. I don't think you remember how good that show was when we were watching it. I liked it. I just started putting it in my my top ten, and I kept moving down the list as I was putting things in there. Um, it's on the list. It's just not, not in the top ten. Okay, what's your number two? My number two is What We Do in the Shadows. I uh, love this show, and uh, this season was great. And uh, they did a lot. This season was actually crazy. Did a lot of crazy things with like demons and the dolls back and um, Colin Robinson like he's dying because it's his hundred year years. Every hundred years, a uh, the um, energy vampires die, and uh, that was a friggin' great episode. But it's it's a great it's it's a great show. Um, what's your number one? Uh, my number one for like the at least as long as it's been on year in a row is Succession. Um, I'd, I'd I'd say Mayor of Easttown was the best TV this year, and Succession's just the best media of the year. It's like better than any movie, it's better than any TV. It's just I rewatched the last episode um, of the season like two days ago and I was just watching it and I was like going like, just look at the, I'm like, just look at this. Like, just look at this scene. Like you just do that over and over. Like the final couple episodes happen in Tuscany and you're like, like, look where they are. Look how this is shot. Look at what they're wearing. Like, and what's going on. And it's like every aspect of this show is at the highest form of, of what they're doing. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm starting. I'm starting that soon. I already uh, put it on the list to start like this week. The acting wins all the awards, but I think you know. I mean, look, it helps that they probably have an endless budget whenever they go to shoot something, so they can go. Like when they plan Kendall's birthday party, he's uh, Jeremy Strong's character, and they do his. Um, you know, I'm sure they must have like unlimited money to do whatever they want with that. Like, um, and they probably just go like, "Oh, well, let's do this." Like, we'll create um, a, a forest of compliments where you like you're at this party and you have to walk in and and there's people who are paid to just give you compliments in the forest. And you know what I mean? Like, just as that that has nothing to do with like the show, but I'm just thinking like to be like it's just everybody's working at the top of their game. That's all. It's just it's unreal. Um, so I mean, it's like beautiful. The dialogue is amazing. The acting's incredible. Like I said the production design, everything. It's just perfect. So that's my number one. What is your number one? I actually, I I. I don't know if I could guess what your number one is right now. Well, my favorite show of the year was uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. I like, it has to be something. Okay. Um, I, I just love seeing those guys doing something that they, I don't think they've, they've never done before. The writing, the writing was at a top level and it was really entertaining and funny and, uh, I'm glad they're doing a season two. We've talked so let me about get this only- straight. Yeah. So of your top five, are they all comedy shows? Yeah. Uh, the Great and Sex Education are like dramedies. Oh, okay. All right. I was trying the to think of what three, was in your top five. Top three, top three was all comedies. I just want to laugh. I just want to laugh. I have one comedy in my top... Oh, no, I have two in my top ten. No, three. All right, whatever. All right, so that was our uh, best TV of the year. You know, I watch TV now knowing that this list is going to happen at the end of the year, and I put so much pressure on it, and then it happens like this, and it's so... Who cares? Yeah. But... I don't know. I can. I'll continue to do it. Speaking when I mark it down, TV. I'll be like, okay, yeah, this. Speaking of TV, we came. We got together and watched the Cowboys 49ers game playoffs. And uh, this week, the 49ers are in the next round. I don't know. I tried <laughs> to do it. I tried to do a. Uh, transition there. Didn't work. I can't. I don't even think I can watch football anymore. Like, I mean, I watch football. I'm not watching the Cowboys anymore. The fact that they said that they're going to keep McCarthy after that game and they're going to lose both their coordinators, it's just, it makes no sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. They're just... Dan, Dan Quinn uh, interviewed with the Giants, but I don't think they're going to get Dan Quinn. I mean, I don't know. There's so many problems. I don't even know where to begin. I don't think that Dak is – I think he's good enough, but I don't think he's good enough to elevate. You know, if everything isn't going great, he's not going to win it for you. Um, I don't think C. Lamb tries. I think Zeke is kind of over the hill. Uh, their defense played well, but if you lose your defensive coordinator – I don't know. There's so many penalties. The coach is a moron. He has no time management skills. Um, there's just so many problems. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, is that the NFC East stinks. It's going to stink probably for another year. So, like, you're going to get away with Dallas lost uh, Saturday. Yeah. Well, the Eagles, I don't mean, I don't have any faith in the Eagles. So, like, if that's your closest competition right now, I certainly don't have it in Washington. And let's not get into your team. So, like, this is your time because all those teams are going to be good in like three years. 
Um, and they're just going to blow it again. It's the worst. Yeah. And they have like a bunch of guys are going to lose to free agency. <sighs> it's just, yeah. Uh, so, so this week, the four games are, I, huh? Go ahead. Four games are awesome. Sunday is insane. Sunday is the best day. So Saturday we start off with, uh, and this is what I would start off on a Saturday day, is the Tennessee-Cincinnati game. Um, kind of low. I'm not, I'm, the, I'm not too into this game, I'll be honest. I hope, in- uh, I hope Cincinnati wins. I want to see them win. My interest level of this playoff game is low for, like, all around. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that, um, I don't think that they are. I think, they think Tennessee's too well coached. Getting Henry back is going to be big. Yeah, but who knows how Henry's going to be. He's been out, like, for how many weeks. But they don't need Henry to beat the Bengals. That's the thing. Like, the Bengals Super Bowl, I feel like, was last week, winning that game. We'll see. I mean, what, what, what's this, what, maybe we should go over some spreads. Did you see the spreads for all this stuff? I have them up right here. So Tennessee is favored by three and a half. Okay. I feel like I would take the money line on this. Um, Ooh, uh, you take Cincinnati money line? Oh, yeah. okay. I, uh, I, I would, I'd lay the three and a half as uh, at tennis with Tennessee. I'm actually pretty, I'm pretty uh, confident in Tennessee. So the um, – all right. So the second game is the 49ers at Green Bay. Another um, sick game, maybe. Yeah, that might be a really good game. Green Bay's favored by five and a half. Over-under is 47. I kind of like the over. Um, it's going to be so cold. Yeah. Um, I just – I think the Packers are going to win this game by more than five and a half. So, I do too. Maybe the five and a half and the uh, and the over might be a good one. Tease. Yeah, I like. Um, yeah, that's not bad. I think I'm. I think I'm kind of with you. You tease down um, Green Bay to getting a half. And you tease down that over. What did you say it was forty seven? Tease it down to forty one. Yeah, not bad. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in Jimmy G in, well, you know what though? I say, I say that. And then the last time I remember these two playing, we were sitting at that stupid, well, it wasn't stupid at Tin Horn Flats in Burbank watching this game. And I had Green Bay and everything and, uh, watched the 49ers pick them apart. We can't really talk about being at Tin Horn Flats. People might get the wrong idea. This is pre-pandemic. This is pre, uh, yeah, Trumpy stuff. Well, it was. Uh, it was during the Trump years. We just didn't know it was a Trumpy place. Yeah. Sunday, we got the Rams versus Tampa Bay in Tampa. Tampa minus three. I feel like this spread should be higher for Tampa Bay, but. It, well, I think it would have been if the Rams weren't so good on Monday night. You know, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the Rams. I think if you pressure Brady, you can you can beat him, and the Rams can pressure quarterbacks. I don't know how they're. I don't know if they can win in in Tampa. Why is Tampa just, a tough place to play? I I just think like Brady at home in Tampa. I don't know. I I just can't see them losing, but. Rams did look good, but also Arizona looked fucking terrible. So who knows? Yeah, you know? that's true. Arizona looked just like how does? Apparently, I just read today that the owner like just yelled at everybody on a conference call. Arizona. Yeah, I was like, how are they keeping Cliff Kinsbury? And maybe they're not. Maybe he's on a short lease now. I don't the know. Owner, I don't. I mean, I, I, they were the number one seed, like. For half the year, and then they just tanked. That's the guy does every year. I'd be very worried about Kyler Murray. He looked awful. 
Like, he looked awful. Their offensive line was like, can't block. He gets just nailed every single time. Yeah, but he was making all the wrong plays all the time. Like, he just looked so overmatched in that game. Um, I don't know. I kind of like – so you like uh, Tampa Bay. I like um, the Rams. Uh, all right, then the best game of the weekend. Kansas City versus Buffalo. Buffalo is getting a half – one and a half points. Uh, this should this should just be the Super Bowl. I love Buffalo in this game. Money line. Ooh, okay. I like Kansas, Kansas City. This is good. Kansas City has the worst defense. They're not going to be able to stop Buffalo ever. Um, so I just I don't know. And Buffalo's defense is pretty decent. I just feel like Kansas City is just not going to be able to stop them. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's it's here's the thing, right? So. Buffalo was really good. Like, Buffalo, the first three quarters of the season was, we thought they were really good, but they never really were that good. And then we saw them stumble against a bunch of teams. We're like, all right, you know, maybe they just don't have it. And then they just turned it on at the right time. And now, you know, I don't know. I don't know who, if if you could shut down Diggs, I mean, I don't, I don't know who else they have. That, that scares me. But the thing is, is Josh Allen is awesome. Yeah. Josh Allen had a sick game last week. Um, and now he's playing a defense I can't cover. So That's true. Nice. All right. So you and I disagree on three of the four games. Yeah, we're going to have to figure this out. I want like a money line parlay of all four teams. No, Maybe we should. Bet. You should. You should uh, get an account and bet it. Yeah, I will. All right. Well, uh, I'll let you get back to uh, watching this day. dog that just got up. Yeah, he needs a haircut, buddy. Oh, I mean, he needs a lot of things. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Uh, We'll talk later.